Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hi, it's Chris Malone from the KTK Morning Show. Of course, uh, thank you so much for downloading the recap for Thursday, October 25th, 2021. Of course, I always welcome your feedback, your comments, your questions. If you want to chit-chat, you can always email me at c dot or rather chris.malone at odyssey.com. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. Or you can do C Malone, the letter C M-A-L-O-N-E at Odyssey.com. Both of them work wonderful for you. Hey, what did we talk about this morning on the show? You know, it's it's kind of one of these things that's been kind of a head scratcher for people. You know, we keep getting these reports of um, unemployment rates below 5% in the Sunshine State, but yet we have a labor shortage. And what's going on? And particularly, it's the hospitality industry, which is the number one uh, uh, employer in, in the state, and trying to figure out what the heck's going on. Well, according to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, they said in August there was a record 892 people in the hospitality industry that quit their job. That is a twice as high as the national quit rate. And this survey wanted to find out what's going on with this. And uh, what they had come up with is they found that uh, since the pandemic, nearly 30% of uh, hospitality workers have left the industry altogether with no intention of coming back, or they are pursuing other careers. They found something they liked a little bit better. The survey also found a disproportionate high number of workers who are shunning the COVID vaccine, 40% saying that they are currently not vaccinated. Of that 40%, the majority of them, 75% say they have no intentions of getting a vaccine. And even though it is, you know, you're, you're not supposed to to, uh, to hire a fire on this, but, you know, you can if you've ever been a manager, understand you don't want somebody who runs the real high risk of being sick and having to call out, which means you'll have to cover their shift. And that's kind of uh, what we're getting at is to what uh, kind of the problem with the hospitality industry. Plus, uh, you know, to be honest with you, people's attitudes are ridiculous with all these Karen videos. I actually had a guy uh, when I was at Lowe's the last week that was giving the cashier such a hard time because the computer was asking, he was using a gift card, and the computer was asking for his driver's license information. It was more than just his phone number. I totally understand it. They do that to prevent fraud, uh, especially when it's so, it really is kind of easy to steal from these stores. And the guy's given her the, the riot act. And I, I I try and stay out of this, but I couldn't this time. I actually told him, I said, listen, you're the reason that people don't want to work retail anymore. You need to be civil to these people. They're doing their job. I know it's a hassle to bring out your ID and do this and wear a mask, blah, 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 blah. But they're, the, the people are just doing their job, just as you're doing your job, and you would hate somebody to do that to you. But anyways, they did point out this in particular study of this uh, survey that they are giving it to the hospitality industry because they maybe need to change the way that they're, they're, uh, they're looking at people. They also say people are not coming back to the hospitality industry because of low pay, surprise, surprise, the lack of flexibility and the lack of empathy for family issues um, that may arise. So again, maybe some changes are, maybe this, this negative stuff's going to bring some good changes. Uh, we found out about the FL, uh, FDLE, Sexual Offenders and Predators, um, at web address, 
which is uh, kind of good to have. Uh, if you have kids that are going trick-or-treating, you don't know if the route uh, you're going through has a, a sexual offender or a sexual predator. Probably something you wouldn't want your child bringing the doorbell to. Um, and there's kind of a, a, a weird thing here. I often thought that if you have been convicted of a sexual offense or um, a sexual predator, you weren't allowed to do Halloween. That's only true if you're on probation for sexual offense or predator. Which means if you're on probation for those offenses, you're not allowed to decorate for Halloween. You have to turn off all your lights. You're not allowed to open the door and hand out candy uh, from 4.30, October 31st, all the way through the end of the day. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. But if you're not on probation, it's fine. Um, But the FDLE website will actually show you, uh, based on uh, an address or a zip code that you enter, or even your GPS location, it'll give you anywhere from a quarter of a mile to a five-mile radius of any sort of sexual predator or sexual um, offender in the neighborhood. And the best part is that they have a mobile app that's free that you can use for Apple and Android, which would be great for trick-or-treating. You know, for years we had heard about foods that are good for us that actually we think are good for us, but they're bad for us. Kind of like, uh, you know, going to buy a salad at a fast food restaurant. Salad, good in theory, but, you know, the sauces that you put on it generally turn out to have more calories and more fat and more saturated fat uh, than and more sodium than if you were to just have a regular uh, hamburger or a chicken sandwich. And so it's kind of the flip side, conversely. A lot of foods that we've been told most of our lives are bad are actually not bad at all. For instance, eggs. My whole life I'd heard in particular the yolk of an egg is high in cholesterol, therefore you shouldn't eat a lot of uh, egg yolks because that cholesterol gets in your cholesterol and therefore it could lead to clogged arteries and therefore a stroke or a heart attack. Well, research has found that's not necessarily true. Yes, eggs are high in, uh, in, 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 in cholesterol, but what they have found is that uh, eating these foods uh, doesn't really change the level of uh, cholesterol in our bodies. If it does, it's very, very little and minuscule. So as with anything, moderation is key. MSG got a bad rap back in the 80s and 90s. It's actually motosodium glutamate. It's in a lot of uh, Asian dishes and a lot of soups. And basically, it's a flavor enhancer, which means it makes tasty food tastier. And um, there were a slew of reports of people reporting um, you know, chest pains, nausea, uh, headaches uh, because of MSG. Well, back in 1994, they actually did uh, some research and found there's no evidence of any sort of link between MSG and illness. But by then, the damage had been done. And I can tell you, I used to use uh, Accent all the time, which is uh, MSG, and it was a great way to make something that was bland taste good because I'm not that good at cooking. So that was my, my hidden ingredient uh, to make it good. But that's one of those things. And then, you know, coffee. We keep getting reports on one day it's good for you, one day it's not good for you, one day it's this t- particular type of coffee. And all in all, what they're saying is that coffee is not inherently bad for you. Yes, there is a uh, chance that you may drink too much and too much caffeine or, or, or what have you could be a, a, a problem. Um, there's also benefits to it that uh, there, there is thought that uh, the coffee lowers the risk of heart failure. But they're saying if you have one to two cups of coffee a day, don't worry about it. Enjoy it. 
Again, it's kind of like with uh, with the salad. If you're putting a lot of uh, frappe and and caramel and whipped cream, um, it's really kind of going to dilute the the positivity of uh, of coffee consumption. We talked also too about when you are trick or treating with the kids, you might encounter different color pumpkins on porches. You'll see teal or blue or purple or even pink. And what do those colors mean? This actually all started about a decade ago. Uh, with the Teal Pumpkin Project. And that was put out where people would put uh, teal pumpkins on their porch to indicate to parents that this house is aware of child, uh, or rather of food allergies. And if your child goes up to the house for a treat, it's not going to be a food item. It's going to be something else. And that still is true today. Conversely, if you have a child coming up with a teal um, um, candy or a trick-or-treat basket, that would mean that they are uh, have a food allergy. Um, and Maybe it's not a bad idea to run down to the store real quick, buy some stickers and maybe little rings or you know little party favors or something, and give those out instead to those that have the teal buckets. The teal bucket brought birth to the blue bucket, which is kind of a new thing that's happened over the years, and that is to signify autism. So if you see a trick-or-treater coming up with a blue um, uh, bucket... That generally means that person has autism. That means that uh, you know they're not too old to, tr- to trick or treat. They may look like it, but they're fine, and they're a normal functioning person. They just think of things differently. So it's kind of one of those things that puts you on guard a little bit. That if they do some sort of uh, behavior that you may question, to realize that oh, you have autism. To make that, that I understand that. Um, of course, then it led into something called the purple pumpkins, which is much much different. That's actually uh, from the National uh, American Epilepsy Foundation, and that's actually to bring a awareness of epilepsy. Uh, so a purple pumpkin on a doorstep could mean that that person inside uh, not only is aware of epilepsy, but perhaps knows how to handle uh, a child that may have a seizure at the moment. So that's good to know. And then, of course, wrapping up Breast Cancer Awareness Month, pink pumpkins are out there as well. Really nothing more than to signify that the person in the house may be a breast cancer survivor or they're uh, putting it out in honor of someone they've lost to breast cancer. So that's kind of the uh, the coding of the colors. And then we talked about the uh, the the horrific accident that happened last week at the, uh, the movie set in New Mexico of the uh, Alec Baldwin movie, Rust. Uh, it's a Western. Um, but I'm sure you've heard about it. But, it, you know, Alec Baldwin was using a, a real gun, but it was, he thought was a blank inside the chamber. Um, and it actually was a live round and it killed uh, the cinematographer and injured the director. And so it kind of led a question to me. Uh, what was a live round doing on the set? Because isn't the blank supposed to do that? But it also points out that blanks are not as innocent as you would think. Come to find out the difference between a live round and a blank round is the bullet. That's it. The bullet, there's four components of the um, uh, 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 of, a, uh, of, a, of a round. You have the casing, which is round, which is why they call it a round. You have the, the gunpowder inside of it. You have the, uh, the, the primer or the igniter. That's what the little hammer, when you push the trigger, pushes a little hammer, and that um, sets off uh, like a spark inside the, uh, the, uh, the, the casing to ignite the, the gunpowder. And then you have the bullet. That's the thing that actually is projectile, and it goes off, and it hits whatever it's going to hit. So, in essence, a blank is all of that minus the bullet. And so, But in order to keep the gunpowder in place, they'll stick something like cotton or paper where the bullet should be. 
And in essence, when you put it in a gun, you fire it, it's going to make the sound a, a normal gun, a regular gun would make, the, no, uh, the, the smells, the particular lights or whatever, um, and, and that's what a blank is. But uh, in true Hollywood fashion, they tried to make this bigger and better for the camera. So a lot of times, these blanks are filled with extra gunpowder, more than the way they're supposed to. You can only imagine that's a problem, but they do that to get more of an effect. And then they also take the, um, the edges of the casing right at where the bullet would be, and they bend them inward to hold that uh, paper or cotton a little bit longer. So in essence, the bang is bigger. And you may recall back in 1993, that's how Brandon Lee lost his life. He actually put a, a, a blank uh, gun up to his head, and the projectile actually killed him. There was actually something in the, in, in the chamber. But um, it really points out uh, is, is to a growing movement as to why do we even have blanks at all, considering we have CGI. Um, there's really easy to kind of pencil that stuff in. And I got to... Agree with them to a sense. I mean, we watched Star Wars. Uh, what was Episode Seven, where you had uh, the Lord Commander who had been dead for twenty years. They ended up CGI in him right in the movie. So uh, it will be interesting to see what happens after this. By the way, there's been no charges based on the uh, on the incident in New Mexico, but it is still under investigation. There may be charges later on. Uh, who's to say? So there is the show for today, Thursday, October 28th, 2021. I'm Chris Malone. Thanks so much for listening. Of course, you can catch me live Monday through Friday between 5 and 10 on 98.5 KTK and anytime right here on the Odyssey app. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.